in a universe where life does not end at death. We explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Thedian Anthologies. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. The Pillar of Moriat is home to three Reticon species. The Garesk, Arvesk, and Shorosk. Each of them born from deviating roots out of the grand tree that sprouts across the regions of their world. But as I once stated, the grand sources made it a point to spread the seeds across Evemore. This also meant the dusk in which Evemore's new chosen resides. In this entry, you'll get to witness the beginning of the Archon's reign extended across Evemore space. Taking place approximately five cycles after the reset, this story will dive into death and face the darkness that lurks within the core. But before we get started... You can now become a loyal follower of the Archon by purchasing an Archon t-shirt in the cargo bay at arthadiananthologies.com slash shop for the next three weeks. This shirt will be 15% off. Now, without further ado, here is the first session featuring Archon Siron. Orogo Kine. The Duskian world in which the Grand Source planted a seed to sprout an abundance of life. It was the start of the dawn. Orogo Kine knew only imprisonment, solitude away from the vastness of space. However, after over 16 millennia, the barrier that traps all Duskian worlds within Evemore was shattered, allowing for the inhabitants of Orogokine to begin their ascension. At the turn of the reset, the one who led the charge became known as the Archon. His devotion to Evemore gave him the will to push his people forward, to push them beyond their natural limits. Due to a crashed vessel of unknown origins, the Castine Reticon were given knowledge from multiple sources. First, the expansion of their bodies and minds were caused by the implementation of the Zakite plants found 
in the Redlands of Kine. After all of the Archon's people took the Zakite, only around 20% survived the process. Second, the Titanic spacecraft that crashed on their home harbored an abundance of knowledge. Knowledge about the core realms and the pillars. Over the course of five cycles, the Castine educated themselves on what they would find beyond their world. For the Archon, it was time to search for the others of their kind and bring them into the Reticon Republic and the will of Ethmore. Upon Cycle 5 ACR, preparations had been set to embark on their first colonization effort. Beyond their home of Urogokine, leaving Sultan Maroon and Seer Regulus behind, the Archon brought with him Arch Commander Vorman and Grand Arbiter Neris, along with an entire armada prepared to face death. On the mark of their departure, the crew of the Motherkind being the spacecraft they built from the designs of the crashed vessel, embark on their first expedition off their world. As they blasted into space, drifting for weeks, the Archon made a few discoveries about some things on board the vessel. One being a piece of turquoise metal that seemed to have some kind of sentience. But one of his largest discoveries came when the mother kind stalled in mid-space, near an asteroid field. The Archon's tech spear, Tenten, explained that they were in need of resources, and that the eighth asteroid in the field came back with scans of the resource required to continue their journey. Therefore, the Archon sent out the Arch Commander and Grand Arbiter to extract the resources needed. Once the mission was underway, the Archon felt something. A pull from Evemore's will. He headed through the brig and found a location built without his knowledge. A chamber door was there which he apparently had access to and he found a hidden lab that was for the Grand Arbiter. Inside it Nearest had been experimenting on his own men, ways to make them obedient and follow his commands instead of Sirons. This angered the Archon as he ordered the Tech Spear to examine the experiments Neris had been conducting. The Archon felt it was time to confront his Grand Arbiter and teach him a lesson on loyalty. But first, he had to complete this resource extraction and get his men off the celestial rocks. And that's where we begin this session.
So, Siron, you enter into your pod as you see before you are a few of your men they salute and bow to you as you look up into the center of the cockpit where you see the emptiness of space and the ship begins to this pod begins to start up you see your pilot gets ready and looks back at you and says Archon you may take a seat here thank you and you you see he is a commander well this is your mission Archon guide us you may launch when ready you see he begins a startup sequence as he does that you see the ship begin to pull out this pod from its hangar and the pilot the pod begins to flow out into the emptiness of space your crew looks over towards you and nods and gets ready. The commander kind of takes a step back and puts it on autopilot. He looks towards you. So, what's the plan? Arch Commander Vorman requested reinforcements, and that is exactly what we're going to give him. All right. Should we contact Vorman now that we have left? Yes. Contact him immediately. I mm. want to know his. I want to know his status. You see, he pulls out a codex, and then begins to click on it. And as he does so, you see it opens up, and you see a hollow vid. Live of Commander Vorman, Arch Commander Vorman. Hello, Archon. It seems that we are not alone on these rocks. Tell me, what have you encountered? Strange. Almost like fish. They are serpentine. How are our men faring against them? So far we are able to ward them off, but it seems like they're gathering, and they're not wanting to attack. There might be intelligence in some way. If they're intelligent, then we shall speak with them. And if they are not... We shall plow right through them. Yes, Archon. I will hold base steady until you arrive. Nearest is out scouting ahead to find out any information he can. 
And has he reported back with anything as of yet? Well, he's been out for about 30 minutes now, so... Nothing as of now. All right, I'll be joining you in a few. Good. See you on the surface. And he nods to you, and then... Serpentine creatures out here. There's no atmosphere. I'm going to take out my codex, and then I'm going to look up, like, serpentine creatures. Okay. Um, Throughout the uh, lore archive that you have gathered from core realms uh go ahead and roll me a lore check with advantage actually first roll me a computer's check computers first yeah Got it. 23 23 all right you're, you're able to find find the section that that says says this stuff now roll the lore check real quick With advantage. With advantage. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, let me check something real quick. All right, you're able to get that there are creatures, dangerous creatures, that like to feed on cerebrum and the cerebellum of intelligent life forms the uh the brain matter and the more brain matter you have the more they want to eat you so these creatures are known as celica they do travel in packs they are quite weak but you want to be careful because they can they are really 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 quick and as soon as they to eat you <laughs> it's a uh, your head's probably going to be gone okay I'll forward this information to Arch Commander Vorman alright you forward the information over and it and then you see it it disconnects do you try again I'm going to try one more time yes you you look on your codex it says something is blocking it can I roll computers check to like to do an investi- to investigate it? Yes. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. As you try to investigate whatever this this blocking mechanism is is occurring, it seems as though something out there is not allowing you to transmit any information. Like it's blocking your signal. Something just turned on, possibly. At the moment when I try to send it, or just like prior? Prior. You are assuming right after you got off the phone, the the call with Arch Commander. What are you going to do? Okay, I'm going to take a look at one of the reticon on the ship. Okay. And I'm going to be and it's going to be one of the ones probably doing one of the monitoring the signals and computers and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, you look over and you see a uh an, an operative that is on the the scans of of each of the asteroids. Uh you 
you look at him, he he has uh, some spectacles on that seem to be like kind of also scanning. Uh, it, it almost looks like he's he's very close to Ten Tenten. Um, perhaps he's someone who's wanting to get his position after Tenten. But he does look like a spec ops. Yes, he looks like a spec ops. Mm. Spec ops. He looks over. Yes, I can. My communications being jammed with Arch Commander Vorman. When I try to forward him the information about these serpentine creatures, I want you to run an investigation for me. Yes, Archon. Please, may I see the codex? Of course. He takes it. He sets Find it down. Find out what is scrambling that signal. Okay, you see him begin to crack his fingers. I see as he cracks them, he's like, this will be fun. You see he begins to... There is a... A specific coordinate on the... On the eighth asteroid in the, in this field. I'm getting a ping. Some kind of signal blocker. Whatever it is. I believe that's where we'll... Find out. But... And our current destination is to which asteroid? They're on asteroid... Asteroid 7. Let's get to asteroid 7 first. Then we'll set uh, a small scouting team to asteroid 8. Alright. As that occurs, I need to roll something real quick. Suddenly... Here we go. <laughs> now let me see if they can scan the area well enough. No. As you see, the spec ops is is on that information, trying trying to be able to send it through beyond the actual whatever signal is jamming you guys. He seems distracted for a moment because he's he's focused on that, but then you see him look over, he's like Sir And then he looks up Commander There's something on us And as that happens you hear a on the back of the pod suddenly you see a huge, what looks like piercing, piercing metallic blade that pierces directly into the pole of this pod and begins to tear it open. As you see, the ship goes, and the commander and the spec ops go to roll checks. The commander goes goes to try go, goes to try to get up and and maneuver to turn to turn on the shielding so that the hull of the ship isn't compromised and causes you guys to all flow out. But as soon as that happens, I would like you to roll me an athletics check. Twenty four. Twenty four. Suddenly, you feel a. 
as the air begins to f- f- siphon out of the pod from this this hole breach, you see. You grab onto one of the chairs and you hold on tight as everyone begins to fly out. I, I need to roll for your guys. Fail. Success. Cocked. Success. Commander success. Or Spec Ops is right at a success. Okay. As that happens, you see two of your guys go fly out into space. And the shield finally pops up as as your spec ops turns it off. And you see a creature come inside with four legs that are just like these blades that you just saw. And then its hands have has three bladed serrated fingers to it. And, they, and it looks at you and you see this ugly wrinkled face with with hair kind of dripping off, dripping off of it. Ba- barely any hair. It's almost bald, but balding. And you see its teeth are all wrangled and, and sharp as its eyes are this cleary, like, uh, cleary, cloudless, like, pu- no pupils at all. And they're like, it, it looks at you as it goes, and as that happens, I would like you to roll me initiative. Fifteen. Fifteen. It goes first. goes first. You see it rushes up directly toward one of your other men. You have you have two two reticon men on, on here. Plus, plus the tech the spec ops and then the commander. Okay, so this Which commander is it by the way? Uh this is a this is a random commander you've never actually met before. Got it. Um but yeah, as this happens, I would like. We need to roll a few attacks. So yeah, those uh, those definitely hit. Is going to be a new battle. Oh, 10, 16, 22 points of damage. Actually, no, not 22. That was two, two, that was two strikes. So, uh, 20, 26 points of damage as you see two strikes. Goes straight for the neck of one of your men, and you see it 
it slices his neck open as he goes, and you see he goes for a strike. Like he goes for a strike at it. Not enough. Not enough. As he goes for a strike at it, you see it, it ducks right un- right underneath his strike, and then pierces his his chest, and it throws him out of the ship. Um, that was your first guy, guy, and now it is. Uh, I believe it is actually the commander's turn. So the commander is gonna get up. He pulls out a uh, a tech saber. And then goes and goes and goes to strike him twice. Fuck. He hits the first one. He hits the second one. Teeling. Thirteen. Thirteen plus. Uh, six, nine, ten. Thirteen plus fourteen, which is twenty-seven. And that does that do it? Does that do it? No, it does not do it. Oh, battle music's gone. Actually, let's do this one. So, that was 27 points of damage. You see, he goes and strikes him twi- twice, but and you see it. It, it kind of, it, it kind of takes like little brunts of damage, but doesn't do much. And it looks at him, he's like, looks It's your turn. I'm gonna pull out my Devastator. And then I'm just going to charge right at him. Okay. Twenty-five. Twenty-five to hit. You go up and you... And you hit him straight on on the chin. As he goes... Uh, Go ahead and roll four damage. Thirteen. Thirteen. As you see it, you, you hit him straight on the chin. You feel something hit off of him. And he goes, I actually fuck off. And uh, as that happens, he uh, he looks at you, goes, and he, he begins to, to kind of walk Onto the, onto the wall, so he's he's hanging off the side of it, and you see he's piercing the hull of the ship. I'm gonna go for another strike on him. Go ahead. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. He parries it off, and then he goes for a repasse. Twenty-eight to hit. Twenty-four. 
18 points of damage. What's your armor rating? 24. All right, so then it's going to deal three points to your armor threshold. As you see, this thing, whatever it is, it's able to tear through armor really quick. Okay, so I'm going to go for. Uh, wait, that was my second. That strike was your second. That was your second strike. Do you want to do a field? field assa- I was just gonna say field assailant. Field assailant. All right, sounds good. Yeah, just let me span the stamina. Go ahead. It's rank four field assailant, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, so D12, uh, D12 for no, that. No, uh, oh, rank, no, rank four is D10. D10. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. I rolled a seven and a one. Twenty-four to hit. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, let me see if he's able to parry. Actually, no, no, no. He doesn't parry. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. So you add that d10 to the roll. Nice. Surprised you didn't use a pulse function. Eighteen. Eighteen? Eighteen damage. You see it. You hit him. And it... It just dings off of his armor. His armor plating on his back. But you look like it... You see... You see... it's starting to wear and tear his armor. Um, that was your two. That was your three strikes, and then it is your Spec Ops turn. He hits first strike. Second strike. He hits and. Third strike, he misses. You see him pull out two tech blades, and he goes up for three strikes at, at, at this creature. And he hits him He hits him twice, dealing nice. You see, he as he as he does so, he precision strikes the. Uh, the places where the armor has been has been torn, and he t- tears off its armor. As that happens, though, the carver looks back at him, at your spec ops, and goes to use a flurry slash. Three unarmed um, attacks. Three So, uh, your spec ops 
takes two of those attacks. Three, so... So, 66 total. 66 plus 8. Uh, you see, it strikes him, but it really damages his armor, like, extremely, like, a lot. You see, it basically tore through your Spec Ops armor in one turn. Uh, and that is its turn. It is now Commander's turn, as he goes to strike him two more times. Hits one of them. And you see he just literally cuts through the side of this creature and it tears out some of its guts. You see this this blackish greenish link liquid begin to begin to spray out of his side as it goes actually you uh, you see it's it's struggling to get to something on, on its wrist uh, it is your now your turn okay um, since it's got its arm has been taken off now from the uh, from the spec ops attack earlier right mm-hmm. okay so I'm gonna do, before it can go for its wrist I'm gonna like slice right at that okay you're gonna slice slice at it you have a devastator the yep. devastator doesn't doesn't slice oh yeah sorry oh yeah no. You gonna bash it? Yeah, there we go. That's the term. <laughs> how are you gonna? How are you gonna do it? Um. Come on. Actually, instead, I'm just gonna a- I'm gonna aim at the exposed area that was already targeted before, just okay. so, like where it's like guts are hanging a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. I okay. want to open that wound further. Okay, go ahead and roll. Do you want to use a function on it or no? Well, how healthy is it looking? Uh, it's looking healthy. Oh, well, still, then, yeah, I'll use a, then I'll use a function for it. You know what the pulse function does, right? Three d eight kinetic damage. Yeah. So go ahead and roll that attack. We'll see if I hit first. Yes. That was cocked. That's cocked. Oh, okay, got it. That was worse. No, but um, we'll go with the. Wait. What oh, well, was the other one? I did. It see. was a four. This was a uh, three. This oh. is worse. <laughs> Not by much, but still, I don't think that makes the difference. Um, let's see. That's a nineteen. That it, you see, it goes and parries you out of the way and goes for a pass on you. Uh, 28 to hit? 28 as well. I crit. Alright, yeah, you, you, uh, you're able to... Now I'm gonna repost at it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> repost. 
Parry! Repulse! Parry! Repulse! Wait, it says I have a Talon and a Diamond Tech. Use a D12 in the attack, too, right? Mm-hmm. Got it. Oh! Ooh, one of those was crit, too, so... Dang! That's good. 35. 35? I'm gonna switch the music. Uh... Well, crap. Yeah, you hit. <laughs> Twenty-two. Twenty-two. How do you want to do this? Okay, so, um, so I'm gonna aim at the area that's exposed, and then when I'm using the devastator, to, and I'm kind of like bludgeoning it, kind of right. Yeah, well, you're gonna be like and blast it with a kinetic black, like with a. Oh kinetic, yeah, because use the pulse yeah. function too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even roll that pulse function part. Actually, this actually should be a lot higher than, but I still, I still finish it off anyway. Yeah. So, uh, when I use the pulse function, I'm going to aim at the exposed area, just like push through and just give it this intense look, like as it's like bleeding out of it. Okay, and well, then... uh, as you. As you hit the. The side of this thing, you see the kinetics goes. And he goes. And it explodes his chest through. And you see it just blasts open. And as that happens, he goes tap onto the side of his arm. See? Roll me a uh, an agility check. Actually, acrobatics. That's an eight. You go to try, you, like you see, you the commander and the spec ops go to try to stop him from tapping his arm, but he's able to. And you see it as that happens. The uh, the commander looks over, is like, oh no, and you see it's it's turning red. And the, the spec ops goes over, places a hand on, on, on the side. Let me see how quick he is. They they both place a hand on the side, grab environmental packs, and ha- hands one to you. And then you see, uh, you 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 put it on, you it turns on, and then uh, he's like he's like brace for impact, and. I would like you to roll me a uh, dodge, and then I would like you to roll me an endurance. Nine and ten. These are like my two lowest ones. <laughs> Nine and ten? Yeah. Like, out of Uh-oh. all the things I have, like, rank and talent in, you pick the only few things I don't. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. As that happens. 
you feel a huge explosion occur in the middle of the pod as it You uh, you take quiet. Sorry, I have to grab dice. You take 27 points of radiation damage reduced by your armor hits. Okay. You are now also feeling this (laughs) this strange feeling your you feel this like burning sensation all over your body as you're you look around and you see just debris and bodies your ship you're probably about 20 kilometers away the pod from the pod you're floating and you're not stopping uh you look over it's just darkness darkness and you feel this strange <coughs> gnawing sensation at your body you take Nine points to your stamina. And it continues to gnaw at you. What are you going to do? Can I, can I roll like an investigation check on that or something? Roll a medicine check. And also roll me an endurance check. Seventeen on medicine. Okay. Eleven on endurance. Um, you feel like whatever that blast was, it got to your. It actually hit your body, still, even with your armor and your environmental pack on. You are able to breathe in space because of the environmental pack. But you're not you're not like you're not vulnerable you're you're not invulnerable to, to damage, mm-hmm. and that was radiation damage a lot of it because it was an explosion, mm-hmm. and you also you feel like you might be have radiation poisoning right now, and it's severe. Uh, you take thirteen more points, actually tw- 12, 12 more points to your stamina. And you keep drifting off.
I'm going to use Guiding Light. All right. Go ahead and roll Religion check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. You see the light begins to kind of flicker right in front of you. The purple hue to it begins to turn black and then you get this feeling that you need to use your energy Go ahead and roll a uh, strategy check. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, maybe if you were to use a rune and push it out toward, like, away from where your ship is and then blast energy out of it, you can make mo- create momentum. So kind of like an inverse runic missile, but propelling me the other direction? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll use my uh, void rune for that. All right. As you do so, I'd like you to roll me a discipline will check, please. I'm going to use Disciple's Will on that. All right, so discipline will check. Seventeen. Seventeen. My D one hundred. As you. Feel you your your void rune pop out. You go to control it to release energy, and as you do so, it it goes and actually I have something for this. You blast it out, and as that happens, you feel this pulse go straight through you, and as it does that, you hear. And you begin to see visions of yourself taking your devastator with nearest kneeling to you, pleading, crying, and 
you go and swing at his head. And as you do so, you see he falls down and his his head is gaping with just blood. And all the people, all your people are looking at you. And you see fear in their eyes. submission as they begin to kneel to you. But you feel this strange sensation like is this the only path you have? rushes out of you. You feel that the it leaves your mind. Something kind of got grabbed a hold of you for a second you feel like you're not sure what it was but you know it had to do with whatever energy you just released. The void. As the Red Forgers say is a forbidden energy to wield. It's dangerous and can corrupt the mind. But your blast <laughs> is able to propel you back to your ship. You see, at the ship is a, is a spe- the spec ops that seems to be working on fixing it, along with Commander. But the others, they're gone. See, the spec ops looks back at you. He goes, Archon! And the commander looks over. Archon! Oh, so glad that you're alright. You see, they kind of push. They, they, they go and push off to, to go and grab you and help you out. Um, and they kind of bring you back. And then they have you activate your, your uh, magnetic boots you are able to get onto the ship it is destroyed though mostly you see the spec ops looks at you and says I'm just trying to salvage what I can and then we're gonna need to get back on the bigger freighter or get someone not to come and get us but I I worry for our our men all our transmissions still block though yes then how are we supposed to contact anyone? If only there were a way to get over there. Quicker. General strategy check. Um, as you go to think about this, you see the light <laughs> appears back. And as it appears back, you see it goes and uh, lifts up and you look up and as you look up I would like you to roll me a perception check with advantage (laughs) 
16. 16. You just, you're just not rolling, really. I'm rolling like twos, threes, and fours, mostly. Oh, my gosh. No matter what dice I use. You barely, barely notice a strange glimmer above you. Is that another pod? In the stealth field? Probably about 10 kilometers up. And yeah, it looks like maybe that carver, that creature, that's its ship. I'm going to um, I'm going to point straight up at the ship to um, and make sure that the spec ops of the commander know that what I'm doing. Can we get up there? We can probably take his ship. The commander looks up and is like, hmm. That's true. We could. Maybe we should. Um, spec ops, what do you think? Ah. Uh, I can probably take off the thrusters and put them on our our armors for an added boost, but it will be very makeshift, and getting through whatever debris might be through here is going to be difficult. Um, But it's definitely possible, I think. But it will take me some time. How much time? Two hours. Then we must wait. Go for it. All right. I'll help. The commander goes and helps the spec ops. As you do so, I would like you to also roll me a discipline will check. Disciples will again. All right. Would you roll the? Oh, I see. Oh, 12 and a one? 12 and a one? That's how it is. What the heck? 25. 25? You begin to hear the. You get this feeling, this prickling sensation. Your head begins to hurt, ache. Sorry, I'm looking for something real quick. Avoid. You... see this black space around you is starting to just engulf your thoughts you no longer see the ship and as you 
try to look around. You see. A red star off far in the distance. Your feet are planted in a blackened puddle. You hear. As it continues, this strange language you begin to hear. You are a chosen by a different entity. Alright, brings you here, 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 here. What do you say? I'm here to master your ability. Master, 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 my abilities, abilities. Or you are not out almighty, almighty, almighty. You are nothing, nothing, you say? I was chosen for this. And I shall allow my people to prosper with it. Chosen by another, 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 another. Not with, with, with us all. I was chosen by the only one that matters. You, you, you. Learn, learn. You are nothing, nothing without the old. As this happens, you hear a creature pops out from the side and goes to strike at you. What do you do? I'm going to parry. Go ahead. By the way, inside this space, you have no armor on, no weapons, no nothing. It's just your... I could still like parry with my... Yes, you put your arms, you can. Okay, yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen. You see, it goes and takes two strikes at you. You are able to parry the first one. Can I roll on the second one? Twenty-two. 22. Wait, can I just repost the first strike? Yeah, you can repost yeah. his first strike, but uh, yeah, it is taking a second strike, too. Okay. So, yeah, uh, the first strike does parry, so you're able to do that. Yeah. Second strike does hit, though. Okay, got it. 
So go ahead and parry. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Uh. You. You hit him, and actually, when you do that, that repost back, it. You you see it goes for for a second strike at you. It's about it's about to hit you, but then you are able to kind of trip its leg open, and then kind of. Using momentum to to make another another attack, you you can spend seven okay. sta- seven stamina to attack again. Okay, yeah. So this is that that was this is the damage for. Uh, oh, uh, did you already do the damage for the? No, the no, no, no. Okay, no, then, yeah, you uh, attack again and then add, add the damage up okay, so, between uh, the two. Okay, so 25 for the attack. Okay, yeah. Uh, that hits. Okay. So, for post damage, plus another damage die. <laughs> plus, yeah. Oh, and I still add the bonus, plus 12 then. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah, you go. You go and <laughs> two strikes. One to the gut and one, one to to its its uh, chin. It's it, um it's like cheekbone, and you see it it dislodges and it falls falls into the water, and then you hear <laughs> three more pop up and begin to swarm you. Go ahead and roll me one defensive form, please. Harry. 22. You're able to parry two of them. One of them hits, though. I'm going to repost on one of them. All right, go ahead and use the repost. Thirty. Thirty. Uh, yeah, that hits. Um, but this also de- dealt seventeen points to your energy as you feel your your life force force begins to get siphoned out of your body. Oh yeah, and this is unarmed, so yes. Just plus the bonus. Okay, got it. Thirteen. Thirteen. To hit or no, to... no, to the damage. Oh, to the damage. Okay, yeah. Um, you're you're able to kind of punch the other one. Um. 
like in into the into the side, and and you see it, it kind of gets pushed back, but it's still up. Um, but the one that did the uh, seventeen points of siphon uh, energy kind of goes, and just stares at you. And then I would like you to roll me one more discipline will check. Okay, disciples will again. Twenty. Twenty. As that happens, you feel uh, something come on onto you, and you hear flash. Get out of here, you better not command. And suddenly you feel this strange pulse through your head. Your mind goes blank. You you hear Oh God! Oh God! And then it goes to darkness. You begin to fade in and out. Hearing certain things. Alright. You hear... You feel this, like this strange pulse into your arm for a second, and you hear, "No, what have you done? I can't maneuver this quickly." And suddenly, you land somewhere. You. Feel a pulse in your heart. You look over and you see a female figure standing there. Elegant, powerful, but she has a tear in her eye. Eve Moore, your eyes close. And that's where we're in the session.
I thank you for listening to this session. Next week, we will continue with the Archon's battle to become reborn. If you are just now joining the anthology, check out ArthadianAnthologies.com for more content that expands this new expanding universe. You can also support the creation of this podcast by donating through the link found in the description of this episode. Until next time, travelers, be safe, stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.